G'day everyone, welcome back to Ibis Radio. You're here with D'Artagnan and Anthony, the kings of the trash can army. It is late at night, and we are talking some trash. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Listen to Ibis Radio, it is pretty good just so you know. Presented by D'Artagnan and Anthony, they're also known as the... Holy heck. Holy heck indeed. I'm bloody tired. I'm so exhausted. <laughs> We're not doing this late as last time. No. It's still after midnight. But God knows our energy, our expression, everything we did tonight has taken its toll. And I'm still filled with adrenaline. But <laughs> sleep is imminent. <laughs> it was, it's definitely one of those adrenaline hits that, that drop hard. Oh, for sure. Um, I think tonight, so firstly, for those who don't know, we actually hit 200 subs tonight yeah. for the first time, which is crazy. Like that's been a goal for us for like over six months. We've gotten so close so many times and we finally hit it and we are so proud of ourselves. All of our hard work feels like it's paying off. Yeah. We had some real big blessings tonight and some really cool resubs and sometimes just thinking about this community in general just absolutely blows my mind. And if, you, if you're listening to us and you've never seen us before or heard of us before and you're listening to this first first podcast yeah maybe you just stumbled across us on spotty or something like that we are we actually stream on twitch uh two nights a week and you know what for people who can only stream two nights a week it's insane how much love we get oh 100 percent. like it's unbelievable like i it's hard to put words to the appreciation Mm. like for the generosity from our community and like we had a new friend tonight who came along and just gave us so much love like they said which is an unbelievable compliment that we are the best stream they have ever seen Mm. and we've had that several times and it warms my heart and it's fucking amazing like it makes us feel like what we're doing actually matters and i think that's a really special kind of powerful thing like also mm. tonight um someone came through and said that we have helped them through some pretty hard times and if there was anything i could ever achieve in anything that i do i play a lot of music i do a lot of art if i can help someone through their struggles and mental health i think that's the greatest gift that i can give to the world because god knows i've fucking struggled like like nothing else, you know, and the fact that we are able to help other people through things, like through their struggles, I think is an amazing gift to be able to give, you know? Absolutely. Through something as silly as literally just picking up a guitar and singing a song and playing playing video games to an audience. Yeah, just acting like a couple of fuckwits. <laughs> like, we, we, filmed, we filmed a YouTube video today, um, and... I came home from work, we sat down, we put a beanie on our fucking heads and um and and tried to play fucking Mario Kart. And yeah. and it's something as silly as that, but it's weird that people reach out to you. It's almost a surreal feeling that someone will reach out and be like, Thank you. Yeah. And like in the long run, we started because it was a fun idea. It was pretty fun, well. something fun to do. Yeah. Even the YouTube side of things, we, it was me trying to just challenge myself. Yeah. But the Twitch side of things, we were like, fucking, let's have a yarn and play yeah, video games. Yeah, legit. Like, COVID hit. I wasn't able to play gigs anymore. Anthony's like, maybe we should try streaming. And I was like, oh, yeah, sweet. I'll be able to play music on that. Fuck yeah. And, um... To be yeah. honest, though, you didn't you didn't say that to me. Yeah. You busted the the fucking... No, what was it? it was I think the, it was the ukulele. It was, no, it was the accordion. Oh, it was the accordion. <laughs> You're like, I want to try playing accordion on stream, you fucking random twat. Yeah. And I'm like... That's something I'd be stoked to get started in once we're in a different space again. Oh, look. It's loud. I know it's, it's loud. It's so loud. I reckon we can muffle it, though. Just once we're in an actual studio, it would be it would be easy. Once we can soundproof, it'll be easy. Exactly. Like, once we... There's no limitations to what we can do once we have the space to do what we want to do. And that's really exciting. And mm, Prospect is insane. Yeah. And if I have to spend hundreds of thousand dollars on a house to get us there, yeah. I'll do it. For sure. And I will do the same eventually as well. Yeah. It's just going to take time and it takes money, sadly. Um, the housing market in Australia is fucking weird. Yeah. You're lucky. Closer to where you are, it's popping off in a good way. 
yes. where I'm from, it's popping off in a real fucking bad way right now. There is people... Sorry to just jump away from Twitch for a second. That's okay, man. <laughs> if, you, if you're from Australia, you get this. But if you're from another country, right now in Australia, we have people flooding from other states into Queensland because we have really not lax. We actually have very strict, obviously, lockdown laws. But we've been, because of those strict lockdown laws, we've been but pretty much COVID, COVID free. free the whole time. We, you know, like from the get-go. From the get-go. The get-go. Like our ad. That yeah, like our ad. <laughs> <laughs> and, um... Yeah, no, we definitely um, and we have we had we had three times the amount of people move to Brisbane than leave Brisbane in the last month. Really, just Brisbane. Sixteen thousand people moved to Brisbane last month. That's crazy. So there's like a new estate in the place that I'm from that is having over two hundred families moving in every week. Yeah, and that is fucked up like we just don't have the infrastructure like i'm happy for like expansion and for growth and everything like that but if you don't have the infrastructure for it how is it going to happen <laughs> there was this chick down at the just gold means coast. more congestion there's sorry a, go yeah, on. there was this chick down at the gold coast uh, i was reading an article and uh it was actually based off a tiktok she made and they actually interviewed her which crazy mm. media <laughs> wild yeah um they interviewed her so they actually checked her story out and mm. she was saying that um she was renting down at the Gold Coast and just before they were meant to sign their lease to, to extend it, after yeah. being there for five years, they got an email saying, uh, sorry, we're not going to extend your lease anymore unless you want to pay an extra $500 a week. That's Because fucked that up. is what someone offered for their apartment. Yeah. So they're homeless. Yeah. It's crazy. And that's the same thing is happening on the Sunshine Coast as well. Like it's, it's crazy. Like, and there's nothing you can do about it. Because the little guy doesn't have the money to kind of support it. The thing is, in Sydney and Melbourne, in the ca- in the in the capitals, I mean, in the in the cities, people pay that rent. Yeah, yeah, because they but, get by easy. But they, they have jobs that will pay them enough money to pay. Yeah, their rent. exactly. But and now everyone's realised they can work from home. Bingo. Yeah, so they can live wherever the fuck they want. So why would I live in a city when I could live in absolute fucking paradise on the Gold Coast or the Sunshine Coast? I have a friend. I have a friend. I am not a fucking any of you. Uh, just before, not oh, it would have been about a year before lockdown. He works for Queensland Rail, mm. and he works in the IT department, and completely works autonomously. So he, his wife, um, so did a course in France, an art course. <laughs> so he did his job from France. That's so sick. <laughs> like that's actually like the opportunity that it creates is awesome. Right. It's really cool. So he kept his extremely high paying IT job, mm. but worked from overseas. Yeah. It's crazy, and so he had to he had to do some work around. He had to mm. work out times to be awake, so he did almost like four hours on, four hours out, four hours on. Yeah, kind of situation. So yeah. he could be up in the middle of the night to have meetings and stuff like that, and then would just go back to bed, and then would wake up and do his normal day. Yeah, yeah. So basically, just like living a life nocturnal, almost like in a way. Yes, just no, so his work could but only like smoothly. maybe it wasn't four hours, but it was only like a couple hours just to make yeah. just to make sure he was a part of the meetings. And yeah, stuff. yeah, true. <laughs> That's and really then cool. he'd go to bed, and then he would do because he would fix things. His thing was the mm. the reason we have a schedule is because of this motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> um, and even he says we need more trains. Mm. Um, <laughs> and trains, I love trains. I actually have a weird affiliation with trains. Really? Yeah. I, I just think they're fucking sick. Like, I just really like trains. <laughs> like, is that like, a weird thing? <laughs> I mean, it depends, depends how weird the like for trains is. Is it like um, Sheldon Cooper, like, level of liking trains? Or is no, it like... not quite. <laughs> you're a weird uncle that made train sets and you'd go down the stairs and you'd be like, he'd be like, of course you can play with the trains. No, no, it wasn't like that. I just think they're fucking cool. Like, I think it probably, to be honest, it probably stems back to, like, Back to the Future or something. Oh my god! Like the third yeah, like one. Back to Back to the Future three. <laughs> yeah, that's an interesting. Fact. Yeah, I don't know. I like trains. <laughs> ASDF movies. Let's have a remind everybody that it is uh, late at night. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Like, who knew where we were going to go? We did not know what rabbit hole we were going to dive down during this podcast. We were just like, last time we did like a late night podcast. We late sl- night rambles. It's yeah, late night rambles. We're calling it. Last time we did Late Night Rambles, we slept better than we probably ever have since we started streaming. Yeah, no, it really does. If you're a streamer or you're an entertainer, as we said last time, you absolutely know that sometimes it's hard to break that adrenaline rush at the oh, end. Oh, for sure. And even if you crash mentally because you're exhausted, you just it's so hard to actually sleep. And yeah. not looking at a screen fucking... Does your wonders, it turns out. <laughs> 100%. Like, even when I play gigs, like, I would lay in bed for four hours after I was in bed 
bright eyed, mm. Mm. just unable to sleep because the adrenaline just could not stop, you know, like, and yeah, like this is kind of like just having a nice chat with your best mate about whatever the fuck comes to your mind. Fuck, we are literally just repeating last stream. Last is time. awesome. Let's, let's change topic because that we literally did run over this actually, like. Yeah, but now that one. now we know that it worked. It def- okay, yeah, no credit to that. It fucking works. Yeah. Um, little rehash for you. So we drunk some Prosecco tonight. We sure did. I actually got probably a little bit too drunk for stream. Did you? Yeah. I feel like I was able to, like, dictate still quite well, but um, when I went to the toilet, like, that last time I went to the toilet, I was like, whoa. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Mr. Wiggly Legs, as they call me. Oh, yeah, you peed so much tonight. Oh, I drank that whole bottle of, pretty well that whole bottle of water to myself yeah, and also three glasses. I had no water the whole time and you were no, not refusing to pour me a glass. You didn't ask for one. Guys, just life tip. If there is two glasses on the table, always pour the other glass. Not if you are paying attention to chat and playing video games like a fucking pro because that's what I was doing because I'm a real good. wouldn't be a fucking pro. <laughs> a fucking pro would pour the other glass, wouldn't they? <laughs> okay, if you were but playing Jake, video games like a semi-pro. <laughs> talking about semi. How's your dad? Genuine life tip though and this is completely like genuine life tip if there's two glasses on the table always fill them both always fill them both yeah okay i'm gonna practice that one i'm working on it that's actually like you learn that that's in- my constructive criticism for the night oh, <laughs> no, <I'm> only, <laughs> the stream situations i'm gonna fuck around <laughs> but like if you're in a business meeting or you're on like a date mm-hmm. or you're even just hanging out with a friend always fill, fill the second yeah. glass yeah and always offer for water in the first place don't offer. Poor. Yeah. Well, if you're going to get a drink for yourself, always offer for other people. Oh, okay. Going if to the, get if a, there's no glasses yet. Going to get a drink is different. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But if Just you're... Just throwing it out there if you're, shit. If, you're, yeah, if you're sitting <laughs> at a table and there's two glasses on a table and you're pouring yourself water... Yeah. Pour a second. Oh, for sure. There's no time it shouldn't be poured. If no one drinks it, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's a power move. Drink, drink it yourself. <laughs> Don't it's let a, that water waste. It's, it's a fucking power move. <laughs> If, you, if you're in a job interview, if you're in a job interview and you pour them a glass of water, you're getting the fuck hired. You're getting that job. Mm, oh, yeah, boy. And or girl. And or anything else. How are you at job interviews? I actually don't know. Um, I'm not too sure. You don't know? I haven't had like a proper job interview. Every job that I've had ever, I have been offered. Oh, shit. I've never been to a proper job interview. Like, I was like a... Um, I was like a lawn maintenance guy or just a general maintenance guy. Like, I birthed goats and stuff in that job, which was crazy. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. T, hold on. You've never done an interview, so bear tours. Yep. Goats. Yes. You birthed goats. I birthed a goat, Can yeah. you please tell me that story? Um, my boss was just straight up just like, oh, yeah, no, you have to turn its neck, like, shove it up in there and turn its neck. I was like, like, okay, no, no, well, no, what? I don't, not, not the process, <laughs> Okay, like, fair. Yeah. What do you want from me, mate? <laughs> Why were you birthing a goat? Okay, because the goat needed to be birthed, and my boss was just like, here you go, this is a fun life lesson for you, mate. I love, I love that you went to the how-to rather than the why. Yeah. Like, kudos. But, I mean, like, <laughs> But what the obvious... fuck were you even doing there? Because I was working on a farm. Like, I was a maintenance guy on, like, a small farm. He probably had, like, 18 okay. goats or something like that. So, lawn maintenance. It just turned into... Did not sound like you were working on a farm. So yeah. to me, I pictured you. Picture it's a little old lady's house. No, just like just like it was probably like three or four acres. Okay, this is how yep. I pictured it. Yep, you're at a little old lady's house. Yep. you were trimming the hedge, not the hedges. You were like doing the like the edge of your grass between that and yep. like the garden. Next minute, dearie, my goat is giving birth. Excuse me, <laughs> um, I'm not sure what to do here. And you're like. <laughs> Hold on, Beryl. <laughs> Believe it or not, I'm well versed in goat birth. But not only am I here, I've got the A-team in the truck. <laughs> and you ain't got your boss. And you yeah. walked out there and you birthed that fucking thing mm. like an absolute superhero. And that goat 
remembers you. Mm, I hope not. Um, but yeah, no, basically, like my boss. Just That's was not just, what happened, obviously. Yeah, no. Okay, so I lived, I worked on this um, bloody farm, and it was like a small farm. Like he probably had eighteen goats and a few sheep and a donkey and a couple llamas. Um, Sounds and, like a perfect farm to me. Yeah, and shit tons of chickens and shit. And basically, like <laughs> one of the chickens and shit. Um, yeah, definitely a lot of shit. There was a lot of animals, so there's a lot of yeah. shit that comes with livestock. Um, yeah, and basically, one of the goats was giving birth, and there was a problem, and my boss did the step by step how to actually do it mm. why the fuck didn't he do it because he wanted to teach me oh yeah that's filling the second glass everybody yeah that's it that's <laughs> it I'm now well versed in birthing goats um, I'm a midwife do you <laughs> if you if there's an emergency situation do you reckon you could step up and help give birth to it like not give birth but be in the birth situation for a human being I would vomit but I would help you vomit probably <laughs> just Alright, it's crap. It's crap. It's crap. <laughs> sorry, sorry, love. I just vomited on your baby's head. <laughs> Look, anyone out there right now that is like, how dare he even think that he would vomit? I only it know takes that I would a vomit. special person to be able to stand at the end of oh, that. Oh, for sure. No, I, um. It's a beautiful thing, childbirth. I remember them. But they showed a us a childbirth, a childbirth in school, and I vomited in the sink. Yeah, they did. I could, I was not ready for that. I was like fourteen. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing, but it is not a beautiful thing yeah. for every woman out there that has, to, or also every person out there that has to go through that. Mm. Fucking kudos. Oh, kudos indeed. I'm fucking pretty glad that I'm here. If someone turned around to so my, if if my partner turned around to me and said, "I do not want to have a kid," I'd be like, "Deal." Yeah, for sure. Because Which is what I've had to do because my partner would never want a kid. Within reason. Yeah. That seems horrible. Understandable, yeah. Would you want to go through that? Hell no. I would jump I st- right aboard that fucking cesarean train. <laughs> but apparently 100%, that's percent I would just be like, I'm getting a cesarean. For cesareans, up. apparently months of pain because you have to open up your muscle. Yeah, um, but it's better than tearing everything else. That's just my opinion. You're still tearing <laughs> everything else. Yeah, no, there's still a lot of tearing involved. There is nothing, there's no way to pull a baby out of a human being. You're pulling something out of a human being. Mm. It's never a fun. Okay, it's never going to be fun. Think about it. Test tubes. Is, any, is there any point in a human's life where if something came out of you that was six kilos would be a good thing? Is that how much baby weighs? Six kilos? I don't know. That seems like a fucking big baby. That seems like a big baby. I'm probably sure it's closer to two kilos. I think it's like five pounds. Five to ten I pounds. I was ten and a half pounds. You were a big baby. I was a fucking big baby and turned How out to be a very it? small adult. <laughs> I was a very little baby and turned out to be a very big adult. Mm, through that. How many pounds, how much kilos is a pound? I have th- uh, it must be like three pounds to a kilo. Okay. So three kilo baby. Fuck, if you gave birth to a six kilo baby. Jesus Christ, baby boomsticks up, <laughs> up in your shit. Holy Jesus crap. Jesus Christ. Um, how big were you when you were born? Ten and a half pounds. Fuck, that's still pretty big. Yeah, I was, I was fucking little, huge. I was very premature though. Oh, yeah? I was three weeks late. Four weeks. Three weeks late, oh, yeah. No, that's why. You've just grown too much. Mm. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> your poor mother. I was, um... When were you her first child? Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised Classic. she had another six. Six? <laughs> she had four, thank you, okay. sir. Um, which is still a lot more kids than I would have. <laughs> Particularly when you poop about ten and a half pounds. Out of your... <laughs> I don't think you're pooping it, mate. Just, um... I, I, know, I know, I know. If you want to learn a little bit about human anatomy, you got it wrong. <laughs> well, well, I mean, you can teach me. You've helped a goat give birth. I have. I have. And I've helped I a goat. I guarantee you it did not go out of the pooper. <laughs> It was close to it. <laughs> Look, it was in the vicinity. I could see how you got it wrong. But anyway, yeah, I've never had to have a job interview because oh God. that job was offered to me. My next job. So actually, no, that was, was your first job. No, that was my second job. Okay, my first job, I walked into a butcher and was like, hey, I'd like to do dishes, please, for money. And they were like, yeah, all right, can you start the salvo? And then I did. Um, Look, that's pretty fucking unreal. My apprenticeship, I walked in. I was like, oh, hey, I heard there was a job on offer. Um, here's my resume. Um... He's like, can you start next week? And I was like, yeah, sweet. That's all I had to do. I was like, hey, is the manager here? And the boss walked up and took my resume, never looked at it. Thank God, too, because at school, I had typed up my resume, been very thorough and careful with it, clicked print. My mates had cancelled print and put in my skill set that I'm very good at sucking dick. <gasps> and I still got the job and I still completed my apprenticeship. I'm sorry. <laughs> Your your resume has as a skill set sucking, sucking dick, dick. Yeah, and you got the job. Yeah, because my boss never looked at it. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, I still got the job, and I went all the way through with the apprenticeship. Did he ever know? Did you ever tell him? Oh yeah, no. He, someone else saw it. I think his wife saw it after I'd already been hired That's and so mentioned it to him, and he's like, "Oh, did you proofread your resume?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, like six times," and then I printed it, 
and is like, something went down, and I asked my mates about it, and they're like, oh, yeah, we cancelled the printing. <laughs> then quickly edited it and reprinted it. Oh, God. That is some, that is some Australian schoolboy oh, bullshit. It's fucking hilarious. Did you ever do anything stupid in school? Oh, nothing I feel like I want to talk about. <laughs> okay. Did you ever do something, like, silly in school? I had, like, a teacher who used to victimise me, um, and then I eventually called them a bitch, and then I got um, suspended. Fuck but that's I only mean, because that... I felt like I was being bullied. Like, I was standing up for myself, and I got in trouble for standing up for myself, and that fucking sucked. That was very deep for a question that I literally meant, like, did you draw on the blackboard, like, mm. what a penis or something? Like, <laughs> and you're like, wish. yeah, I called the teacher a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> No, but she was full-on victimising me, like... Oh, no, I, yeah. I know the story. Yeah. It's absolutely insane. And I think we will do a whole part on, on mm, bullying yeah. eventually. What, what about you? Did you do any silly things? Yeah, no, I definitely did. We, um... We accidentally exploded a toilet. <laughs> what? Um, so... Oh, yeah. hit, hit me with this story in fucking elaborate detail. It was, it was 15 or so. We were up in the top block. And it was definitely not our area. It was like the grade 11s or 12s, so the yeah. top grades. And But that's where all the science blocks were. Yeah, true. And um, now I think about this, this is... Dangerous. Very dangerous. Cool. Um, but we it was a particular substance. I'm not going to say what it is, because I can't remember for life. Me, what yeah, we don't exactly want to drop a bomb recipe on our fucking podcast, so no. I can say that for sure. No. Um, <laughs> and one of the kids uh, pocketed it during the science... Oh, yeah. And it reacts with water. Yep, I know exactly what it is. And he's like, it would be really funny to see... What happens if you put it in a toilet. Put it in a toilet. Yep. And look, I will say this. It wasn't one of those exploding situations where the ceramic goes everywhere and it burst out. But we did put it in there. And I don't know what the fuck this toilet was made of because it did not <laughs> flinch. But that water went everywhere. <laughs> it, just, it just went boom. And just like it made a audible bang sound. Yeah, true. Right. water. Water went everywhere. Did you guys just fucking sprint for your lives? Oh, I mean, in theory, no, because we locked the door, because, like, that's a dumb idea. That's Wait, like, did you get covered in toilet water? Covered in toilet water. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> well, it's just normal water once everything's been flushed, technically well, speaking, but... he goes to me, he goes, I don't think I've got enough here to do anything but, like, fizzle and pop. Mm. Like, it might just splash a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and the, uh, other, the other thing, oh, fuck, it's all science. The other thing we did was, <laughs> oh my god, like, <laughs> this is actually senior school, so we did a lot of dumb things, but these are just some kind of tame ones. We were doing an experiment where we had to mix certain chemicals and we had to jot down their reactions. Yeah, I think this might have only been like grade nine, mm. and it was kind of chemistry, early chemistry kind of shit. Anyway, so. No, it was grade 10. Oh, my God. I was a fucking idiot when I was 15. <laughs> um, I was like, for those who are listening right now, I gave myself a very severe face palm. This was 15 years ago. I um, Holy shit. Big 30 this week. Yeah. On Crazy. Wednesday, I, um, I'm dyslexic. I, I'll be honest, undiagnosed, because it's very hard to go and get this full diagnosis. But oh, it every, costs a lot of money, too. Every teacher is like... The motherfucker can't spell. Yeah, not by, by like choice. Like he's he's learning and he can mm. clearly you can see what he's saying, but yeah. things are mixed around. Dude, I know better than anyone. I sit beside you whilst you read chat. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, I read the chemicals wrong on this experiment. Classic. And I put two chemicals together and made mustard gas. Oh. Did <laughs> <laughs> get to evacuate the entire? The entire, the entire school, <laughs> not just the classroom, but the entire school. No, the whole block. The whole oh, the whole block. block. Holy shit! <laughs> Teacher's like, what's that smell? And she looked over at us. This is this is just like off yellow gas, just like flooding out of this thing. And she's like, what did you do? And we're like, oh, we mixed this and this. And she's like, do not breathe. Get out and just hit the fire alarm, and we all had to fucking leg it. Um, we all got out. They shut the windows, turned on the vents because our school yeah. had like straight vents. Just yeah, yeah, no, my school had the same. The science blocks were good for that shit. Um, just got that shit straight. My out question is, why was the school offering the two substances that you need to create mustard gas to be in the same fucking oh, room there was together? More than one substance, but yeah, I know, but you know was, what I mean. We were very unlucky. <laughs> that the fact hey, another fucking true though. <laughs> We had to mix like six things. And yeah. It just... 
fucking. It was a weak form, but the way the way my teacher explained to me is like, you guys accidentally made mustard gas. Um, how are you feeling? Yeah, we're like, we didn't breathe that shit in. We fucking covered our mouths as soon as that shit started steaming. Because mm. funny thing is, no one else was, mm. so we know it fucked up. Yes, for sure. And and she's and yeah, we just covered our faces straight away. Thank God you weren't just like. Oh, that's funny looking. I wonder what it smells like. Fucking, I wouldn't have put it past Oh, my me. lungs are melting. Shit. <laughs> like, it was... She's like, you, if you were taking a big enough breath, you'd be dead. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we were like, oh my God. And she's like... But in all seriousness, you, like, the, the chances of you putting those exact combinations together because you misread a couple of things is like a thousand to one. Yeah, yeah. Crazy, huh? And now um, that science department is out for... About three weeks as they mm. fucking reinvent everything. <laughs> so we had to go sit in the dude. We had to go to a different science room. Oh, what? It no way. put our whole like, schooling schedule out mm. by like months. Yeah, crazy. Because me and one dude just thought it would be like, not funny, but like we're like, you know, we, we, we saw that it wasn't doing what everyone else yeah, was doing, yeah. but we just pursued what we thought was right. Yeah. Fucking stupid. My, um, I remember in school, like in SOS, like socioeconomics, is that what it is? So yeah, social, social, social studies. Social studies. So it's like um, everything from you, like modern, modern, um, modern history, yeah, ancient history, and all and this kind like of stuff. Geographies and shit. I remember a story from World War Two, where the bad guys had the mustard gas, and the neutral guys were like in the west to them, and the bad guys dropped that shit because mm. they were like, oh sweet, there's a westerly wind, let's send it across the field. Fucking clever. Yep. Until the wind changed. Oh, my God. And they wiped out their own, their whole platoon. Oh, my God. How crazy is that? You'd feel pretty stupid. Yeah. Oh, for sure. You'd be like, oh. I mean, you'd be dead. Yeah, no worries. The wind's blowing that way, and it's blowing a fucking gale. We can let this master gust up into the air. Let's take all of them out. And then the whole wind changed and took all of them out. <laughs> I mean, look. Honestly, that teacher, though, that told me that is has got to be, like, the absolute pinnacle of a teacher like oh really yep just subtle segue fucking legend the dude spoke six languages he has i think about 52 released books on modern and ancient history i mean if he was working studying a lot of universities and stuff he's at least thesis dude he was like he's one of my fucking heroes like he is just his thirst for knowledge inspires me and it's fucking amazing. I actually had a very clever teacher. I had a couple of clever teachers, but we had one who was he taught chemistry and physics. This guy was just a sub though, but he was just had a fucking brilliant mind. I mean, the motherfucker obviously made money off his books. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah, um, so shout out to Mr. Guest, fucking legend, just um, throwing it out there. We had a teacher who was a nuclear physicist in his country. What? No way. Yeah, and he came to ours and taught yeah physics and chemistry. Hmm. I mean, in a very terrifying way. Oh, yeah, cool. He was the nicest, hardest, most terrifying man I'd ever met. <laughs> the guy would die for you. Yep. If you're a student. The guy would... Also kill you. <laughs> potentially kill you. So, in grade in grade 8, so I was all 13. Yep. Um, class of boys, because we had segregated classes. At yeah. That point. yeah. Um, That's still the craziest thing in my mind. It just seems so weird. Uh, pretty much because boys are fucking stupid yeah no fair enough um even smart ones talk shit but like coming from a school that it was just completely mixed and you would never even think that it would be possible for it to be any other way it was just like such a strange thing i have two minds in it one part of it is like is it so the boys don't get distracted because you're sexist or is it because you're like wait the boys are loud and annoying let's let the girls learn in peace yeah and i'm not sure which one it is <laughs> yeah or puberty's hitting and your brain doesn't know what the fuck's going on when the opposite sex is next to you it's true but also um, in my case, both. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, it was grade eight, and he um, we like there was so many people that forgot to do their homework mm. that he was like, "Boys, this is disgusting." <laughs> if if you were in my if you were in, in the army with me in South Africa, uh, would probably have killed one of you. <laughs> no, he's oh. fucking kidding me. Yeah, I'm fucking kidding. No, that's not extreme. But he was like. Come on, guys, it's disgusting. So he made us um, run stairs. Oh, really? For the entire rest of the lesson. You're like, this is science, sir. Why are we doing... No, we're doing maths. Oh, you're doing maths? And he's like, anyone who didn't do their homework, there you come. Yeah. And he stood at the top of the stairs, and we just had to run up and down the stairs. Did you do your homework? No, I did the stairs. 
<laughs> Honestly, I take stairs over homework. Once you're at home, you're at home, mate. Like, you say that. School works for school. <laughs> have you ever seen 14 young men vomiting all at once? No. To be honest, it's impressive. <laughs> yeah, I'm really impressed. That teacher worked you way too hard. Yeah, this is child cruelty. <laughs> I know, it is, but it's like... It's funny uh, to talk about it on a podcast at one in the morning. <laughs> if I can be absolutely honest, I always did my homework after that. You learnt a lesson. Look, harsh, harsh. You're just like, well, I really hate homework, but I hate exercise about 40 times more than that, so I shall always do. It's a level of exercise. (laughs) It's a level, yeah. Um, When you haven't run stairs, they fucking destroy you. But he also did things like he'd make us do push-ups and, like, he would be challenged. But it... Honestly, I kind of wish I was in this math class so I could be a fucking Arnie or something like that. It was pretty hilarious. He had this view on education, particularly for young boys, like, ages, like, 12 to 15. Mm where he had a big belief in in balancing your energy. Yeah. And it was very interesting because he's like, if we were hyped up or world-class and we were just not focusing, he would do anything we could, he could to release that energy because it's not that he believed we were better or tired, mm. but when you're right, like you're talking about all those hormones and all those yeah. like, interesting things that happen in your body. Yeah. When you're growing up, it's definitely a fucking interesting time. It was cool. Like sometimes it was beneficial. He'd be like, all right, let's go do math on the oval. Yeah. Yeah. And he would take us down to the, to the field and mm. he'd be like, all right, this guy going full dead poet society or something like that. Oh, he was a great teacher. Yeah. Cool. But scary. <laughs> yeah. Big, big South African man. Oh, is this the same nuclear physicist guy? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. He was scary and he spoke with a very deep voice and we had so many Afrikaans people, South mm. African people, and those big Afrikaans and he would just shred ribbons of them because he thought it was fucking hilarious. Yeah, true. Um, but he didn't hold back. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's, that's enough about that guy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Fucker. This is just my experience. My brother had him as a teacher as well. Yeah, true. He's the only teacher my brother still talks to. Oh, really? That's kind of cool. Fly back to Brisbane to have lunch with him. That's really actually quite cool. It shows the level of quality this guy was as a teacher. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that's wicked. And yet, no one. And that's why no one double guessed him when he made fourteen boys vomit on us on a (laughs) summer in Australia. (laughs) Oh, that's so funny. Um, Speaking of vomiting, did you did you ever do the milk challenge? No, I don't drink milk. Fair enough. Um, well, yeah, I did the milk challenge with my mate once, and we dyed the milk and everything. It's probably on YouTube if you look really hard. If you go digging on it. Yeah, I don't know where it is, but it's definitely on there. But yeah, me and my mate filmed ourselves drinking the three liters of milk mm. and chugging it up. Mine was purple, and Brody's was blue. I did. I did used to run a youth group for church, so I used to punish kids with shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. That was a crazy time. There were so many different challenges around. Cinnamon challenge? Like, yeah, cinnamon was ridiculous. That can kill you. you oh, can I know. choke on that. I know. I made 12-year-olds do it for fun. Yeah, classic. I don't know what I did I the Milo challenge where you did... It's the, the same as the cinnamon. Just a full mouthful of Milo. Every Australian out there is like, fucking bring it on. Yeah, yeah. Everyone else is like, what's Milo? Every, everyone who's not Australian. Milo is Australian, right? Yes. Okay. I just feel like I've seen ads with them snowboarding and I don't see a lot of snowboarding no, happening in this country. I mean, there's <laughs> heaps in this country. I just don't. I've never seen it. I've seen the snow once and it was in Tassie. Yeah. Tasmania, Gingerbine in Canberra, mm. Melbourne. Yeah. There's a few places. Slopes. There is a few places. Yeah. You're not wrong. Um, but yeah, every Australian out there is like, that's not a spoon. <laughs> this is a spoon. <laughs> pulls out like a fucking like. That's not a spoon. That's a knife. I see you've played Spoony Knife you before. Fucking <laughs> twisted on me. Oh, speaking of twisting, how's your nipples? <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> but I'm just picturing these big, like, like serving spoons. Yeah. Like the ones your nana had in her salads. Or, like, full ladles. <laughs> yeah. Hi. Hi there. Welcome to Australia. I'm doing the Milo Challenge. Just literally pours the dinner on her face. That's literally how we were, though, as kids, is we were just straight up just like... Yeah, dads. your dad's just like, okay, only two spoons of Milo to your milk, mate. And you're like, thank milk. God there's a fucking Lado in the drawer. <laughs> you got like your ladle, you're doing like two spoons of fucking Milo through your ladle, and then you got like 10% milk at the top. You're just like, and you're just like, I don't actually even enjoy it. Like, I definitely just was greedy this time, and I fucked up. <laughs> your dad sits down with you, he's like, all right. I bought Milo yesterday. Why is it all gone? Are you just having these flashbacks to you like, fuck, I can't find the milk. Oh, well. You said two spoons. You just pour in the... What spoons did you use, mate? The ladle, of course. We didn't have any milk left. I still wanted Milo. (laughs) So I just ate The glass had to be filled, Dad. You're not exactly going to have half a glass of Milo, that's for sure. Fucking... 
picking up. Fucking <laughs> 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 half empty violet. Just pouring the milk into that. It's stereo. Did you ever do that with a cereal box? No, but I've seen it happen on movies no, when people are like it. really hungover or something and they're just like, ugh. So pour, pour the milk into the cereal? I yeah. fucking love to do that shit. Oh, dude, that's my dream. One day I hope I can do that. Except you're celiac and I yeah. don't drink milk. Dude, being celiac sucks. Honestly, the world's pretty well set up for it these days, but... It's getting better. For sure. I fucking miss Milo and Tim Tams. Straight up. Uh, Milo is my... Of course Milo would yeah. have gluten in it. Yeah, it's malt. Malt extract. <laughs> just gluten. Yeah, it's fucking gluten. I'm hoping one day, hey Milo, if you feel like sponsoring us and also releasing a gluten-free Milo, do it. Because <laughs> fuck oh that God. would that would complete my fucking life. Can you imagine if our content was was um, Vegemite and Milo sponsoring us, just like just like all like quintessential Australian. Dream. Oh, that's the dream. There's Capri, Milo, and VB, VB, and fucking <laughs> Veggie, Vegemite. <laughs> just like none of it tastes good except yeah. Milo definitely tastes oh, my, good. So does Tim Tams and oh, Cadbury, I'm not big on. You know, Cadbury was originally an English brand. Oh, really? All yeah. I know is they had a factory in Sydney. That's all I knew. Tasmania. I just know they have a factory down near my cousins. Oh, okay. Oh, is there one in Sydney as well? Because Tasmania is the current like Cadbury factory. I went there once. It was wicked. Oh well, I mean, it's been ten years, so they probably could have moved since I seen them. But I remember yeah. there being a Cadbury. Well, this was about fifteen years ago when I went. I just remember seeing a Cadbury factory down at um. No, it was about ten years ago. Did you ever go to someone like the Coke factory? Where's that? No idea. I went there when I was younger, though. No, I've only... I've never been to... I've never been to Sydney. I've never been to Not Melbourne. In Brisbane. Oh, in Brisbane. What? Really? Yeah. I, I drove past the women's factory at work the other day. That was really cool. The what? Women's? You know, like oh, the... Oh, yeah, up, up north. The, yeah. Yeah, like McDonald's, is that? Um, yeah. I was stoked. Like, I fucking love women's. Their Portino is... Oh, chef's kiss Portofino Portino Portino Oh it's mental good Oh my god yeah. Port soda Is basically what it is Without the alcohol But with the fucking It's, 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 it's based off an Italian drink It's fucking amazing I love it Um Yeah I have this fond memory When I was young Going to the coke factory In Brisbane somewhere I wonder if it was like Not so much a coke factory But maybe like a coke Repping centre no, or something It was fucking huge And you, we did a tour Of how everything was made that's so and sick. And they gave us just an obscene amount of soft drink. Cool. Like, we were, like, think about it. Sad memory, but the guy I went with passed away when we were, like, teenagers. Oh, I'm sorry, man. That's all right. So I'm thinking back. I would have been, what, 12, 13 when he passed away. So it's been close to 20 years since you were there. Yeah, so I'm trying to remember. It would have been before that I met him when I was 9 or 10. So, yeah. Yeah, 20 years. Damn. Yeah. I, I never even heard early, of it. Early 2000s. That's kind of cool, actually. Fuck, if someone can find out for us, because I'm not going to remember to Google it, it's 12.35. Yeah. It's 12.53. Holy shit. Um, okay, so while we're on the topic of Coke, um, I was just over at a place... Called... Ass crack. <laughs> um, I was just over at a place called Stradbroke Island, and we stayed in, like, a... Not quite an apartment, but, like, it was, like, the bottom store, the bottom level of, like, a big house. And on its online listing, it was called The Coke Shack. Oh, yeah, your dad showed me, talk, t- told me that, and I was and like, that's relevant for you. Yeah, I mean, and I was like, that's that's pretty bloody weird. Um, he drinks a lot of Coke is what I'm saying. I rock up there, and... That sounded really bad. It is Coca-Cola memorabilia, the whole yeah. entire thing. The whole thing is black, white, and red. What? Like, the whole thing is, like, I, I've got, like, I took a time lapse of it because I wanted to show you. It's sick, like, and back in the 50s, Coca-Cola used to have, like, this fucking, like, Child's Play Chucky level mascot. What this that? fucking evil cunt of a like <laughs> fucking little boy and he's got like this he wears like a coke like lid on his oh, hat no I've seen this it's horrifying it's it is fucking horrifying. awful like that little guy his little evil smiles like I'm gonna eat you in your sleep <laughs> <laughs> I still drink the coke with cocaine in it <laughs> but you're not allowed any <laughs> I was carved 40 years ago. I'm still a child. <laughs> Cocaine keeps you immortal. <laughs> That's why lawyers drink it. <laughs> I don't think they're drinking it these days, mate. Um, but yeah, that little guy is the most horrifying shit in the world. I cannot believe I didn't have nightmares staying there. That's crazy. Mm. I've never seen... I like, I've never seen a mascot like that. Yeah. Imagine if, like, imagine if that kind of advertising still worked. Haunting children. Imagine, like... Drink the Coke, Johnny. Yes. (laughs) This Milo is for you. Two spoons per cup, or I'll eat your face. (laughs) So, 
<laughs> Finish him. <laughs> Finish him. You're just like, Mum, I would like a, I would like a Milo. Did you already have a Milo today, Timmy? Yes, I did. Careful, Timmy. The Milo goblin will eat your brains. <laughs> he's not a goblin, Mum. He's just a kid. He's not something to be scared of. Have you seen that motherfucker's eyes? Of course he's a goblin. <laughs> <laughs> Timmy, back to your room. <laughs> Okay, but I'm taking my Milo with me, Mum. <laughs> You're wondering, yes, all Australian kids are somewhat, somewhat disrespectful to their parents. Mm. <laughs> Not me. Not only when there's Milo involved. Mm. Oh, I think I, I think I definitely had my moments as like an early teenager, like 13, 14, where I was like, nah, fuck you guys. But overall, I was as loyal as you could possibly be to my father. You know, like, he was my best friend. Like, he's been my best friend since I was born. Yeah, I wish I was probably more. But I, I, I went... Th- I definitely... I definitely probably could have been more rational about my teenage years, but that's fucking hindsight shit to say. Oh, for sure. Like, like no person has a child and goes like, ah, oh, my child's going to be so easy when they're a teenager. You know what I mean? Like, no I really one. look forward to the age from 14 to 16 when mm. they're so respectful and they always have a clean room I swear to god my child will never be horny as shit either <laughs> they will never masturbate no they will never try and drink behind my back they will happily do the dishes <laughs> I guarantee you they will not swear a little flashback to our past podcast <laughs> they will <laughs> we took like 20 minutes about dishes I swear to god <laughs> life tip do the fucking dishes and don't complain about it <laughs> The thing is, the thing is with, with, with chores around a house, do you ever grow up and you think, fuck man, my house when I was younger was very clean? No. All right. I yeah. have my dad as a dad. I met your dad. I grew up and, and you sit there and you're like, this house was always clean. And I, like, I, I constantly try and keep my house clean. Yeah. Emily constantly tries to keep our house clean, but I feel like it's the biggest uphill battle. Oh, shit just gets away from me, man. It's part of life. Like... You need to commit to, like, it's, I hate schedules and shit, but, like, I like them when it comes to a household. Like, just do it. Like, what's it going to take you half an hour? Like, if you do 10 or 20 minutes cleaning every single day, it's never going to get fucked up, you know? Well, not to the point where you're, like, I'm uncomfortable to invite yeah, someone. Yeah, you're just over. like, oh, I can't walk over, walk around anymore because I've become a hoarder. <laughs> hoarding is crazy. Did you ever watch hoarding shows on, like... No, nah, I'd never watch much TV. They are... We went to that hoarder's house, though, in Brisbane, somewhere. Do you remember that? Oh, that's right. We did, too. Yeah. Wait, that was it. That was just down the road. Was it? That was in New Farm. Yeah. There's this that's house right. in New Farm in Brisbane, in Australia. Realising that our, we have an international audience. Hmm. Um, this guy's got all kinds of shit. He's marble statues and shit. Literally, his whole backyard is full of marble statues from all over the world. Like, it's actually incredible. And, like... The craziest thing is, like, he just has, like, fucking boulders of just jade. Like, unpolished, uncut jade just, like, lying around his yard. Like, and he just, like, casually welcomed us in because my girlfriend was just like, oh, hey, how you going? He's like, oh, I'm really good. She's like, oh, yeah, I really like your statues. He's like, oh, I've got some more out back if you guys want to get stabbed in the back by a knife or something. And we're like, yeah, let's go do that. If you want to risk dying, (laughs) I, I, I promise you I am not the man from Wolf Creek. It was incredible. Like, it was actually so cool. Pause for a second. I'm paused. We haven't done our podcast. Um, shout out to haters. Oh. I'm <laughs> just going to take a moment right now to shout out the band Haters from Brisbane. <laughs> if you have not listened to them on, on Spotify. The have... best thing about this is Jai listens to every single one of our podcasts. Yeah. He's like, fuck, you can't, can't stop talking about me, can you? <laughs> I purposely waited. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, go, go listen to Haters. They're lit. Oh, they're so good. Actually... Um, we would, this has happened a couple, two nights in a row actually on stream where someone has asked us, um, what our most positive and our most negative things that have happened to us this year Mm. have been. And for one, for me, one, like my most positive thing is haters, like something to do with haters where like one of our friends from haters has, he's a really fucking nice guy. So of course he's been used in the past and stuff like that. But I think he's been receiving a world of appreciation and love over the last year and wanted to do, like, an awards night to celebrate the people that had supported him creative, creatively and given him the love that he really needed. Mm. And so he created this thing called the Semin Awards 
where it's Why basically was it called the salmon awards um because they were looking through trophies and the salmon was the funniest one is that all pretty well yeah and they were just like and salmon awards sounds good so um That's true. yeah so I they created salmon award. yeah you'll get one man you'll get one what for <laughs> well um well you get to share the scrapyard one 100 percent. oh yeah yeah because we had a venue together a while back and that's how we met haters but yeah anyway so um yeah haters did the seven awards thing and it was fucking awesome and there was like live music and everything it was actually such a nice event it was such a good I event wish I was only good people like it was awesome i wish i was able to stay for the actual awards part but it was getting late yeah it was drive, getting late but yeah. like just yeah the vibe there was wildly it cool it was awesome like there wasn't many people probably like 40 people or something probably maximum and it was just like really I, nice really I good music it peaked a bit higher but yeah, average. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it was fucking awesome. And um, yeah, so they did this awards night, and so like, like Scrapyard, which is the venue that um, me, Anthony, Emily, and my partner Nat ran, won like the Seven Award, which was really cool. And I did like a little speech, being like, "This is fucking sick!" Like, because um, of COVID, we had to obviously no longer have the venue, so we're just booking these days. That um, and a terrible landlord. Oh, yeah. What a fuck face. But anyway, I don't want to get too negative right now. <laughs> God knows I'll go down that hole for that we, cunt. We will um, do a discussion on the scrapyard, I think. Yeah. In time. Um, but yeah, because of COVID, we couldn't continue onwards with it. And basically my speech was like, sucks that we couldn't keep the venue, but we are going to be friends with haters for the rest of our lives. They mm. are... It's two-piece that the two most wonderful people we've ever met. Like, they're just fucking awesome. And James and Jai who are their names have this incredible <laughs> really yeah. well you know I feel like that was almost apparent and, weird, and weirdly and weirdly Jai also knows who's listening yes um, but James and Jai have this incredible ability to make you feel like they give a shit mm, that's because they do yes <laughs> but but people can sometimes really care mm. and still not actually give you that feeling mm. so if you yeah. ever like have you ever talked to someone where you feel like you're talking and they're just, you're just getting no response back. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And you're like, oh, don't worry about it. And they're like, that's me when I'm tired. That's yeah. you making jokes on stream, and I'm just like, huh, what? <laughs> yeah, but no, I think that's different. That's like some people just generally. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. But that's being tired and yeah, missing yeah. things. No, yeah, no. I, I know what you're saying. Yeah, for sure. When people are trying to, they generally give a shit, but they just don't know how to make the people around them feel mm. that way. Yeah. Whereas Giant James. Two men from very different worlds coming together to create fucking sick music. And whether you're speaking to just James or just Jai or both of them together, you always feel like they're going to fill your glass of water. They're oh, going to bring it back sure. to that. 100%. Yeah. They will be, they will be the first, they'll pour your glass first. Mm. Yeah, for sure. And I think that's a rare thing mm. because you can find there's people around that you'll love and at times they'll give you the energy that you deserve. Mm. But Jai and James will always give you that energy. Oh, for sure. I and feel like over the last... Like, since we started streaming, I think the amount of genuine people that we have met is fucking insane. It is insane. And it's insane like, because there's crazy. People talked about Twitch in a way that there was a lot of disingenuous... And we've we've come across them. Yep. People who are trying to take without giving. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, we have a lot of people that we need to support, so we can't always make it along, but we do our fucking best to get there, you know? Like, 100%. It is hard. Like, the the bigger we grow, the more people we have to support, but we do our absolute best to make it along. We'll never be that stream that ignores... <laughs> Sorry, I just realised one of the Twitch streams we're watching is still on. <laughs> if you had that little squeal just then. Thanks, Puddle Butts. Well, thanks, Puddle. Um, also, go, go check out Puddle, Puddle Butts. Um, Legend. <laughs> there's... There's an incredible. I think. I think the community that we've grown, and it's funny that we've just done a full spiral back to Twitch. Mm. The community that we've got going isn't just a group of people with similar interests. Mm. It's a group of people that give a shit. Mm. That happen to meet around a similar interest. Yeah, exactly. And like I always say this, like, because I, I I run our Instagram. Anthony runs our Twitter, and so when I'm on the Instagram, I talk to a lot of people, and they're like, oh. I'm, I'm really sorry. I'm just like really shy with talking to people. And I'm just like, Oh dude, like no, no stress. Like that's all good. Like I totally get it. Just know I understand that anxiety. I've been there, but you have to understand when it comes to discussing things with people who are also Twitch streamers or also interested in video games, it's almost like being in a line at like a comic con convention. 
And you're you wearing know, a costume. <laughs> yeah. You know that person in front of you has the same interests as you. So He's what is there to be worried about? Batman outfit. Talk to them about Batman. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know where to start. Like If you, you walked can... up to someone in a Batman outfit, yeah. and you're like, hey, do you like Batman? And they're like, yeah. fuck Batman. They're in the wrong place. Yeah. No, you walk <laughs> up to them and you go, oi, Iron Man's probably better than Batman, right? <laughs> um, Controversial take. But yeah, so like... If you know someone's common interest, you can click on someone's Instagram profile as a streamer, know what they stream. You can be like, oi, COD's lit. Fucking Fortnite. Not a fan of it, but I appreciate your fucking love for it. I can, I, I can, <laughs> I can floss. Oh, I can floss. Um, oh, yeah, no, I didn't I didn't finish my point before. Do you mind if I just jump back to the Salmon Awards? Oh, fuck That's yeah. cool, yeah. Um, so, yeah, back to the Salmon Awards. Sorry, guys. Um, so, like, haters did this awards thing. They gave out Salmon Awards to, like, several people, and it was awesome. They played about three or four songs and they stopped mid-song. Well, no, no, they stopped just after one song and James is just sitting there on the drums while Jai just runs away. And James is like, wait, what the fuck is going on right now? Mm. Jai, like, runs upstairs. There's, like, this loft in this little venue in this friggin' industrial shed. Runs up, runs back down, and he's got, like, this this little, like, pink bag. And it was salmon-themed, the colour. Oh, fucking clever. It's salmon! <laughs> <laughs> nice pink shirt, Ross. Um, but yeah, so oh here. Oh my god, <laughs> that was a friend's reference. Yeah, I thought you'd get it, but you didn't. I'm like, who the fuck is Ross? <laughs> I didn't mean anyone that um, named Ross. Runs upstairs, and um, yeah, he goes. So he's on the mic, and he goes. A lot of people have given us love and support this year, but no one has supported us as much as Scrapyard has. Like, D'Artagnan has printed, like, for my birthday, which, Jai's birthday, obviously. For Jai's birthday, I printed him 20... I carved out blogs, printed haters' shirts for his birthday because I wanted to do something nice to him, for him. And um, three weeks ago, four weeks ago, the borders reopened to New South Wales. The day before they left for Sydney for a show that they had booked that they assumed that they were going to have to cancel, Jai's like, hey, man... Do you reckon you could print me 20 shirts? I was like, oh, fuck, all right. The next week, hey, can you print 44 shirts? I'm like, oh, my God. Yep, so then I did it and got it done. So like, I was print. I, like, just out of the kindness of my heart, I created these shirts for haters, and it was their first ever, like... It's very humble of you today. Well, it out, was. That's what it kind- was for. Out of the kindness of my heart. Um, Well, that's what it was. I fucking love the guy, and I care about the guy, so... Like, of course I was going to given the love that he deserves so I um for his birthday yeah I just did that shit and it was fucking awesome and I'm so glad that I did because he's one of my best mates like uh, so the reason we started talking about this is because you were saying it was the highlight of your year yeah yeah so so this moment for me this moment that I've I know it's taken me 25 minutes to get to but um we did have a couple segues speaking of let's talk about segues later I've never been on one I want to though um <laughs> what <laughs> Oh, I'm fucking like yeah, the transport. Um, so Jai runs upstairs and he comes down with his little bag and he discusses like the love that I've given him and that scrapyard as a whole had given him. I didn't realize that we gave them eight gigs last year. Did we? Yep. <laughs> Crazy, huh? Um, They're pretty easy to book. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Well, I chuck them on every show that I play um, because I love them. But yeah, comes down and he discusses all this stuff. He starts tearing up. I'm fucking tearing up because he's staring me dead in the fucking eyes as he's saying it. And he says, like, we have a big, the biggest fish award. And it's like this separate trophy to be like, these guys are the ones who did the ultimate fucking deed for us this year. Like, they went above and beyond more than anything. And he pulls out this trophy. And it's a fishing trophy, because, <laughs> which is the funniest fucking thing in the world. But, like, it fucking warmed my soul, hey? Like, and I was fucking crying. Jai's crying. Like,. Nat's drunk and she's like we're the biggest fish <laughs> like it was so funny um, and yeah like it was just, it was one of the most heart heartwarming moments of my life like it was so nice like I literally just really like the music and I really like them and I just wanted to show them some love and through that we have created so much positivity within them that they went and created this awards night because of us and they said that in front of anyone, everyone. And that's fucking unbelievable. Like, I just... I'm just fucking idiot just doing the things that come to my mind. Like, I want to print shirts. I buy lino. I do lino block printing. I now have shirts. Like, 
me and Anthony want to stream, I do it, I decide, hang on, I should be a punk musician. I've never played punk before. All of a sudden I'm a punk musician, you know? Like, I push myself so hard with um, music and art and just everything creative that I can possibly do. And I don't expect it to actually influence anyone. I just do it because little ideas pop into my head. You know what I mean? And, like, one of the best things that's ever happened in my life is the idea that popped into your head, which was to stream, which was fucking awesome. And, like, I could not thank you enough for that because it has created more happiness than almost anything in my life, you know? Mm. That's fucking awesome. So that was the best thing that's happened in the last three months? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, like, honestly, one of the best things that's ever happened that in my life. right. Yeah. I was like... Sorry, I might have dragged on a little bit, but, like, this is this is the point about, like, late-night rambles is to it's just... It's a ramble. Yeah, it's a ramble. I was thinking of that. I was, like, nailing it. Yeah, just, um, just let it flow, whatever the fuck comes out of our mouths, and it's just a bit fun. I think that's cool, though. Like, I had a very interesting year. I don't know if I... I don't know if I have anything that's, like... I have moments. To be honest, this year I've really... It, it, at um, New Year's, I said to myself that I was going to give more of my energy to Emily. Yeah. And I think you've done that. And I have had some of the best times this year. Last year we just didn't get much of yeah. like our time. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and this year I've had such incredible moments with mm. my wife. Like, Yeah. She's pretty fucking special. She like, really is, like... There's, in my mind, there's no one like her. There is no one like her. Like, I've met most people. <laughs> she's fucking awesome. Like, I, I fucking grew up with her. Like, and it, she's it, amazing. It, it hurt that I had to, not had to, but experience a year where we didn't get to, because of, cause of COVID and because of trying to build this streaming and trying to, and me trying to build my, like, work and stuff like that. And her being out of work as well her being with out COVID. Of work. It was... Last it was, year was rough. It like, was it was hard, yeah. And it was a hard year for us. But, like... Yeah. I think this year... I, I did take the absolute... Like, I said to myself, I said, this year I'm going to give my wife more of my time, more of my energy. And... Yeah. I would say the fact that we've done... We've been playing Minecraft. We've been going to movies. We've been... Yeah. No, it's been awesome. Like, yeah, like, it's been awesome that you've been going to the movies and, like, just hanging out and just being best friends because yeah. that's what you are, we you are. know? And I think, I think, um, just in, in general, last year for everybody was so hard. Mm, um, for sure. And we couldn't go out for, like, eight months almost. Yeah. It was like, you just couldn't... Like, and we were, we were lucky being in Queensland as well. Yeah. As we've already mentioned earlier on, like, we were very lucky. And I just think the fact that we do have the... I mean, some of you might be sitting there going, these show-offs, they can go do things. Yeah, yeah. But I definitely think, for me, my highlight of this year so far has been the fact that I've had the energy to do that. Yeah, for sure. I think last year was so hard that every time I had a moment to breathe, yeah, I crashed. Mm. And this year I'm finding my energy levels when I'm... Or even pushing through those moments when you don't have energy and finding that energy. Like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's something that I've had to do because, like... I fell asleep in the movie theatre, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, having celiac disease for, like, most of my life, I've been very, very tired and I've needed to sleep, like, three hours during the day. And pushing through that exhaustion and tiredness, whether it be, for me, like, deficiencies in just about every possible vitamin ever or whether it be depression, which is something else that I've struggled with, that just sleeping is just like the best option. Yeah, depression naps are an insane thing. Mm. Pushing through that pain and that struggle, I think has helped me achieve so much good in this world. You know, like I probably would have never learned music if it wasn't for that. Like I probably wouldn't have pushed through to pretty well fucking do anything, you know? <laughs> so It's so hard and I think I because I was so down last year and so tired last year, I, I really did struggle to push through those. And yeah. And like, I'm pretty empathetic and I did not realize that you were as low as you were. I was, cause we were just, it was weekends and we were having so much fun on stream. Like we were doing something new and like, I just, I guess I just didn't realize which yeah. like I feel bad about cause I want to be able to realize that kind of stuff, you know? Don't feel bad. I don't. I don't show a lot of emotion. I'll be very honest with you. Yeah, you're you're pretty, pretty good at. 
I've always not been expressing that too much. Carries other people's emotions. So mm. when when I am down, I I use what other people are experiencing to yeah. vibe off them. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So yeah, I was at a. Point I get that for sure. I was like, definitely I at totally a point last year where I just I couldn't even get out of bed. Yeah. And I think that really hurt the people around me. Oh, for sure. 100%. Um, and as understanding as people can be, you don't understand if you don't know. Mm. And I definitely think they didn't know. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm spending every weekend with you and I didn't know, you know? like. And, I mean, I'm not out, out of the woods, but, like, I definitely think, for me, making the decision to put the energy to something I wanted to do for mm. a year, so spend more time with Emily. Yeah. Gave me a direction. Oh, for sure. And I'm not saying this is a fucking cure. I'm not saying this is how you beat depression. No, no, exactly. Like, we are not life coaches. We can only speak from our own meandering experience, you know, like... But I found, I found when I did that, it gave me something to look at. Oh, for sure. And it's not... Some people are like, oh, it's a distraction. And I'm like, yes, fuck it is. Yeah. But with that distraction allows me to go, don't fall asleep. Yeah. Get up. Yeah. Go to the shops. Yeah. Get up. Look at houses. Yeah. Get up. Go to the movies. Yeah, for sure. I was able. I'm able to organize things. And yeah. And I think. I think. You know. Like my 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 both my parents have extreme health issues at the moment. Yeah. And, um. You know, we. I had as I said on stream that tonight I lost a friend at the start of last year. Yeah. And. I think it was very hard to just lift myself. But I think as the year turned over, I went, this is what i got to do. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And the fact that I'm actively doing it is probably the best part of this year. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's literally just like pushing through like that discomfort and everything. And like, I can see it changing you. A change that I didn't realize needed to happen because <laughs> I'll be honest, I'm for someone who is so empathetic and so good at picking up on people and how they feel, like I failed to do so. Um don't feel bad though. No, no, I don't feel bad because I know that I'm always going to be here for you. you and don't, if you need to talk to me, you're always going to. Birds in the wild hide their sickness. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay, Dad. <laughs> so you see here, birds in the wild, you'll never know this thing. The, the thing that you need to uh, learn about birds is um, they're actually government spies and they're little <laughs> robot drones. <laughs> what, what, what I'm trying to say is you'll never, you'd never know a sick bird. And what I'm trying to say is never trust a bird. I mean, there's that too. I owned a bird. You don't trust a bird. Oh, dude, that bird used to friggin' shove its hole in my mouth. It was awkward. (laughs) It would hump my face. (laughs) Look, I know the end of this podcast went very real. Mm. Um, I think it was quite real, a lot of it, but that's that's what you get on a late night ramble. Like... You don't know where it's going to go. Yeah, exactly. But, oh yeah. It would have been different if we had segues to travel on. (laughs) Get where we needed to be on time. (laughs) I'm going to fucking hire you a fucking Segway. Oh, dude, it's my fucking dream. Like, can, we, yeah. can we get, like, off-road Segways and go, like, on, like, a dirt track somewhere? Well, when I finally get a, cam- a thing that I can record, like, a like camera still, mm. like, a, like a gimbal, let's do it. Let's do a Segway race. Yes. <laughs> We're going to get two, cam- two gimbals and chuck them on both Segways. As across Brisbane. Yeah, sick. No, I'm so keen. We'll have to hire four Segways for two people to film us and us. <laughs> No, the two people can be on the lime scooters to film us. Fuck yeah, that's cheaper. Yeah, that sounds way cheaper. Segways are very expensive. Oh, dude, that would be so much fun. But they, they have segways down the South Bank, so... Yeah. If you want to see that YouTube video, um, <laughs> we need $4,000 of donations. <laughs> we are buying the segways. We're not going to rent them. Who's going to waste the money on renting a segway? Oh, no, can segways. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think we could like do like... We have to start at the same point, but we have to do two different routes, routes to try and, and just get, try get to the same place. Yeah, yeah. I watched a YouTube video of people doing it on it, like those little bouncy exercise balls. <laughs> oh no! I almost killed them. But oh, I, dude, I would die. That would literally kill us. Yeah. But segways we could do. Yeah, yeah. It's thanks. Like the lazy version. So, yeah, you gotta love a segue about segways. <laughs> On that note, <laughs> we're going to wrap up late night oh, rambles. Yeah, it's fucking late. I'm tired as shit. I need to go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
I'm like falling to the side in my chair. Yeah, yeah. You should see this guy is like full, like just like a freaking Dali painting of clocks. You know, like he's drooping hard. It's just a melty boy right now, and ice cream in an Australian summer. (laughs) Fucking a cream egg in in Scotland. (laughs) That no, that's true. That's not true. Cream eggs stay solid in Scotland unless they're next to Hasley. Because boy, boys know. <laughs> Everyone knows they get real bloody creamy around that boy. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, no. Go follow us on Twitch and Instagram. Yeah, we're live on Friday and Saturday nights on Twitch at 7 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. We I fucking love, love you, to have you here. I love that you can with still us. get the Eastern Standard Time line out while you're fucking falling asleep. Yeah. I've still probably got an hour of life in me, but um, God knows I also, can't keep talking shit also, for an hour. <laughs> go follow us on TikTok. Oh, yeah, yeah. TikTok hates us, so let's fix that algorithm, hey? Someone's got to see that shit. We post yeah. funny stuff. Yeah. It's disheartening to post fucking lit videos to nine people. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have TikTok, so I don't see that disheartening, man. I, I literally just see what how good our Instagram goes, oh, and I'm like, like, we're fucking pumping. <laughs> I'll post a picture on Instagram and TikTok, and Instagram will get 108 likes, three five to 500 yeah, views. Yeah, yeah. Fucking TikTok, TikTok is like, no one's one. in it. One like, one view. <laughs> one view, one like, and it's fucking... And it was me. No, it's, 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 it's breezy, like 90% of the time. Yeah. Oh, no, no, we've got loyalty now. We've got breezy and Matt. Yeah, nah. There's a, there's a few people that follow us. A couple, couple loyal, beautiful bastards. Yeah, but yeah. TikTok will be like, yeah, no, we're just going to show this to the people that you, you follow you. Yeah. Except for we won't do that either. It'd be funny because, like, eventually one video is just going to grab and it will be something we did, like, day. six that, months ago. No, I did one the other day. I got 3,500 views and then stopped. Yeah, true. Like, hard stopped. <laughs> oh, true. You did 3,500 views in, like, 15 minutes. Which video was this? Um, I did one on the way back from the drive on Sunday. Oh, okay, yeah. Where I asked for a 30 cent cone at the, at, at the Hungry Jacks. And she's oh, like, yeah, that's yeah. 70 cents, please. And I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> so I did a video of me just like staring into the distance while I had um, a yeah. song playing. And it's oh, like, yeah. no, you did send that to me. I did watch it. I thought it maybe might've just been a message in my head though, but it was definitely a TikTok. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I posted that. Yeah, got three and a half thousand views in 15 minutes and then stopped. That's crazy. How does that happen? It just takes it off all platforms. They control everything. Anyway, um, the TikTok overlords. <laughs> yeah. Fucking, this is rambles. We tried finishing about 10 minutes ago. Oh, yeah. Classic rambles. So follow us on things. Yeah, do it. Fucking come hang out. We're happy to have a chat. You can ask us anything on stream. We'll fucking answer it. And also, um, shout out to um, Hasley. Because <laughs> we love him and his beautiful cream he's eggs. So fucking, he's so fucking <laughs> underrated. True that. No, he he's a fucking me, legend. He sent like, me two videos this week and they were just him being Hasley. And yeah. fuck, I love it. Oh, yeah. Absolute bloody legend. Go. Stream King. Check him out. Go check him out. G-H-A-Z-Z-L-O-Y. There's a G in his name? <laughs> God knows we mispronounce it wrong because we mispronounce it wrong the first oh, time and he's been his... stuck with that ever since. Oh, my God. I keep forgetting his name is Gasly. <laughs> Um, anyway, Fucking until next getting. time, guys, this has been Ibis Radio. I am D'Artagnan. This is Anthony. We have had a great chat. Have a fucking... I hope... I mean... Mm. I've had a good time. It's been good. I'm ready for some how, sleep. I don't know how good the content was. <laughs> um, yeah, until next time, um, have a fucking wonderful life. Bye. Bye. Listen to Ibis Radio. It is pretty good, just so you know. Presented by D'Artagnan and Anthony, they're also known.